strongly built building. Supposedly, that's what the engineers and architects said. So before we get into that, um, Tower 7 is kind of what they say is a smoking gun because it's the first building to ever collapse in its footprint because of office fires, furniture. Mm. It, was, it was not hit by a plane. So our next guest is an expert when it comes to the structural integrity of these skyscrapers. Uh, he's a friend of mine. I've talked to him before, a guy I respect a lot for speaking the truth. Please welcome on the one, the only Richard Gage. Richard, how are you doing this evening? Oh, it's good. It's really good, Alex. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Okay, so I don't know if you know this, and I and I didn't have Jimmy pull it, but I should have had this clip pulled. But I went viral earlier this year because I asked Vivek Ramaswamy, who's running for president, if he thought the government lied about 9-11 and that it was possible that it was an inside job. And he agreed with me, Richard. He said, yes, the redacted pages. Because you and I, Richard, like, you and I know more about 9-11 truth than the normal person. But my, my point is... He was he did I didn't necessarily love his answer, but I uh, he was at least honest saying that we didn't know the truth. I, I really want to know the nitty gritty like you and I. We want to know what <laughs> happened, who benefited. My point is this went super viral and CNN, MSNBC, Fox, everybody covered it. And what it's created is created kind of like this new narrative of 9-11 becoming, I don't know, popular to talk about again. So a guy like you that's put in this work has 9-11. Is it coming back to the forefront a little bit, in your opinion, 9-11 truth? Yeah, I mean, Tucker uh, talked about it, and uh, we have Jimmy Dory talking about mm -hmm. it. I was interviewed by Roger Stone, went out to 100,000 people the other day, uh, and Stu Peters and Alex Jones. Uh, it, it's coming out again. Um, and yeah, you're right. Building 7 uh, is, is the smoking gun of 9-11, and that's all we have time to talk about today, and I'm just looking forward to talking about it. By the way, I'm not an expert in high rises or high rise destruction. Oh, I, I am. An okay, sorry. I, 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 Thirty years. I, I didn't mean to call you, but you were you were an architect, though, right? Uh, uh, right, oh, yeah. Richard. Yeah, yeah, okay. Sorry. Still am uh, a thirty year architect. Uh, in fact, um, a member of the American Institute of Architects and founder and former CEO of Architects and Engineers for 9/11 Truth. Now on my own at richardgage911.org with my wife. So uh, looking forward to sharing this evidence with you today, Alex. And before we get into it, I wanted to play a clip that's also going viral of Joe Rogan talking about 9-11 with Jim Brewer from, was this yesterday, Jimmy? Uh, I'm not I, sure. I think it was yesterday or two days ago. Let's, let's play the clip. What we're saying, worst case scenario, is that they not only knew that those planes are going to hit the towers, but that they planned for it. And they planned and they the allowed it to happen. That's the scariest of all the conspiracy theories. And I'm not saying that that's what happened. I think much more likely there's a lot of things that happened that were incompetence. I think getting that many people to keep their mouth shut about a plan where planes are going to slam into the World Trade Center. Boy, that seems that seems sketchy. That seems like people would come out. But I think one thing they absolutely do do is when shit goes down, they take advantage of it. So what I'm saying is... You couldn't question anything at that time. If you dared question, People they would immediately you. have yeah. you. Even, even, you even the most popular um, newscasters that people love today because they're on certain sides, they were, they were selling it hard. Talker. And to me, I never what? forgot that. They were selling death. They were selling murder. They were selling war. And, bro... They, you couldn't question anything. They had that counterattack ready to go. And so when people go, you're telling me this was a secret? Yeah, man. When you control all that, 
That's pretty powerful when you want to make I question it. And this guy wanted to fucking be violent against me. And I was just like, I'm just. It's crazy to you be don't think violent. It's, weird. it's crazy to be violent about an opinion like that because it's not an offensive opinion. It's how not long an is offensive opinion. First Jimmy, of all, it's slightly it? ignorant. I don't know. It's what you gave right? me. Okay, because yeah. Just to cut it off. I mean, we don't need to watch a five minute clip. Okay, so, Richard, we said this earlier. <laughs> Tucker Carlson was the guy that spoke out very in uh, favor of going to the Middle East and starting this war. Now he's walked that back. Joe Rogan's talking about 9 11 truth. What is your opinion on all these huge celebrities talking about a subject that you've been talking about staunchly for 23 years, I believe? Well, what Joe Rogan and even Tucker Carlson seem afraid to do is to talk about the details of World Trade Center Building 7, this uh, third tower that came down on 9-11. I mean, it wasn't hit by a plane, right? It's a steel frame fire protected skyscraper, not one of which has ever come down in history. Here it is uh, in, in, after the towers or during the towers collapse, a few beams hit it. But NIST, the National Institute of Standards and Technology, who was tasked by Congress to explain these collapses to the American people, says, oh, that wasn't a sig significant factor in the building's collapse. Well, why did it collapse? They say it collapsed because of normal office fires for the first time ever in history. It's completely unprecedented. We've had fully engulfed skyscrapers in fire before 9-11 and after 9-11. Not one of them has come down. Hey, well, Richard, so if you've got any me, pictures did, of it coming down. Did the Mondrian Oriental in Japan, I forget where it was, wasn't there one, a, a hotel burned for 24 hours and it didn't even uh, come down? I mean, so this is literally breaking news. This is the first building ever to collapse from regular fire. Yeah. Yeah. Skyscrapers are not brought down by fire. It, it, it doesn't happen. At least steel frame, fire protected skyscrapers, which is 99.9% .9 of them out there, uh, or, or some huge percentage. Hey, Richard, so, well, um, sorry, you, let me say this one last thing. What about the, is, they say there's irreparable asbestos in the Twin Towers. Did, do you know of any evidence that Tower 7 had that same asbestos inside of it? And wouldn't that have made it fire, uh, fireproof? Well, no. Building 7 was built in the 80s. There's no okay. asbestos. It had cementitious fireproofing, which renders it virtually fireproof. These buildings are designed to take a full-blown fire and not collapse. That's why they fight, the firefighters go into these buildings to put these fires out, even fully, fully engulfed buildings. And uh, that's why they tell the, the, the tenants up above the fire to stay in place while we're putting out the fire. They're safe. They always have been. Now, if you can show Building 7 coming down, Alex, uh, we've got to see that because I... I Jimmy, I don't even know if my producer... My producer is such an idiot, Richard. Seriously, I mean this. Show us three. Show us three right now, George. This guy right here, yeah, and I'm just, not... And, and listen, this is a comedy <laughs> show, Richard. No, this is a comedy show. Just, I like to joke around, but this is a subject that I'm very passionate about. This idiot right here, he went to Princeton... He yep. thinks that it was 19 hijackers with box cutters that were mm -hmm. able to defeat the most high-powered military in the world. Can you wake him up a little bit, Richard? Is there any way you can give yeah, him like well, a flash, uh, you wake know, me up. Yeah, cliff he, notes? If he's willing to share my screen or uh, Google uh, Collapse of Building 7, uh, I've already shared my screen, so uh, it's on It's on your end. I don't know if our TriCaster uh, lets us do that, George. Let me, is our TriCaster let me describe let us this while, it, while they're trying to work this out. This building is standing still, right? And all of a sudden, after witnesses hear explosions, and I mean half a dozen witnesses, it drops like a rock straight down uniformly, symmetrically, 
into its own footprint in under seven seconds. Guess how fast that is? That's as fast as a bowling ball falling out of the sky for at least a third of its seven-second fall. So this is also indicative. The fact that it collapsed at all is a miracle, uh, a bad one, uh, <laughs> but one nevertheless. The fact that it came down at freefall, clocked by physicists and acknowledged by NIST, means that not one of the 80 columns in that building gave any resistance for any of its, its seven-second fall. So where did they go? I mean, even NIST, who was denying free fall for seven years until they got out their final report, they finally come out and, and admit that it did come down by free fall, but they don't acknowledge the implications of that. So now, oh, sorry. What were you going to yeah. say, Jimmy? Well, no, Jimmy, I'll, ask a dumb question because well, I want Richard to no, shut and you I up. No, I know Alex has, has answered his version of this, but what would, bigger picture, what would the motivation of destroying Building 7 be? What was house there that, and then also, Jimmy, do you really not know it? this? Jimmy, do you really not know this? No, no I know your answer. I want to hear his answer. Okay, he'll tell you, but there was a bunker. Go yeah, ahead. I, so. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll give you my answer. You look for the collapse of that building, Jimmy. This can't be that hard to do. <laughs> you can do it. I have faith in you. Now, um, we'll get to who done it and why, right? But what's first? The rest of the evidence. What did bring down the building? Well, the U.S. Geological Survey finds in all of their man numerous dust uh, uh, analysis of the dust billions of previously molten iron microspheres about the diameter of a human hair. About 6% of the dust is molten iron. Now, where did that come from? We haven't used iron in our skyscrapers, elemental iron, in 100 years. This is not steel or alloys of steel. It's little balls, spheres of molten iron. How do they get? It takes 2,800 degrees to melt uh, steel or iron. And, and where does that come from? Fires are only five or 600 degrees Fahrenheit. So uh, especially these fires, which are few, they're small, and they're scattered. We have all the videos of the fires. They're, 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 they're not uh, in incredible fires. So why do they find the evidence of thermite in all the World Trade Center dust samples? And I mean not just from Building 7, but the Twin Towers as well. So why is that there? It shouldn't be there at all. The evidence of thermite is molten iron and uh, aluminum oxide ash. I mean, molten iron at 4,000 degrees Fahrenheit. That's the only possible explanation, not only for the molten iron microspheres, but for the evidence of molten iron, pools of molten iron seen and described by the first responders. Uh, molten iron pouring out of the South Tower minutes prior to its collapse. They have no, no explanation uh, for this whatsoever. So we have to ask ourselves, if that is evidence of ignited thermite, and it can only be that. Is there any evidence of unignited thermite in the World Trade Center dust? Well, it's everywhere. A team of eight international scientists led by Niels Harrett in Copenhagen identifies what they thought were paint chips in all the World Trade Center dust. A little about a sixteenth of an inch diameter, dual layered red-gray chips. They analyze the red layer. What do they find? They find that it's attracted by a magnet, first of all, so it has a high iron content. They do X-ray energy disp dispersive spectroscopy, XEDS. They find aluminum and iron, the ingredients of thermite in all of these chips that are in all the dust samples that they collected. 
independently. They get real curious. They zoom in 50,000 times, and what do they find? They find nano-sized particles of aluminum, excuse me, of, of uh, yeah, aluminum uh, platelets and, and rhomboidal-shaped iron uh, crystals at the nanoscale, a thousand times smaller than the diameter of a human hair. Where, where do these come from? They're ubiquitous. They're everywhere. This can only be the evidence of thermite in what's called superthermite or nanothermite, uh, which has been developed by the Los Alamos lab prior to 9-11. So we know exactly how these towers came down. In fact, when they put these chips, uh, red-gray chips in a heater, a differential scanning calorimeter, they ignite, producing what? Molten iron microspheres. But Richard, with Richard, tell molten. Tell him what thermite Same chemical is. Signature. No, no, no. I know, but I'm saying my, my producer, he doesn't even know thermite is. He's such a dummy. He, he, you no, keep saying gonna, thermite. They're going to help him. Out. I'm saying a normal person that's listening to this, Richard, my dad or Jimmy, he's he's very slow. Actually, long story short, I don't even want to get into Jimmy's qualifications, but he's unqualified for this job. My point is, he doesn't even know what thermite is. And people, are, this is a military grade. Uh, explosive chemical it's that can... Incendiary. incendiary. Incendiaries work by means of massive heat, 4,000 degrees. That's what the military uses to destroy tanks and, and Jimmy, so forth. There's videos of them using and testing with thermite. They can just drop a building. This is like they'll use like a military-grade building, Jimmy. I'm just saying, if you actually do some research into thermite, you're like, what the hell is this stuff? It's incredible well, the, the, stuff. Actually, Alex, I got to correct you now. Okay, Jimmy's going to yeah. appreciate please this. Please do that. Um, <laughs> the, NIST uses thermite to uh, take down, take apart steel, but it hasn't been used since, what, 1950 to take down buildings. But there's a, there's a patent prior to 9-11 that uses molten iron uh, in, in this, in this uh, shaped cutter charge to bring, to take steel apart. So the, the technology was there, and the evidence is there of the use of thermite in all the World Trade Center dust samples, both ignited and unignited thermite. It's, it's pretty darn clear what happened to Building 7, but also the Twin Towers, given that that's where we have firefighters who have gone down into the depths and seen pools of molten iron not available uh, or and they they called it molten steel because it's just flowing down the channel rails and and it's there's no other possible uh, accounting for that in the official narrative whatsoever. So this is the evidence of thermite incendiaries bringing down the twin towers. We can talk about the the behavior of of the twin towers themselves too. I don't know how much more time you have. We got about five more minutes. You got five. You got about six more minutes if you can. If you oh got my it, God. yeah. Yeah, Jimmy, you did find the collapse of Building Seven. That's Jimmy, not well, actually, building we, seven. We, actually, that's not Building Seven. But actually, Richard, we didn't we didn't answer one question that Jimmy asked. In Tower Seven, there was an FBI. Building Seven. Well, but there was an FBI office there. There was supposedly CIA. I don't know that, but there was a lot of alphabet agencies that had offices there. And even on top of that, the mayor Rudy Giuliani had an emergency. Uh, a call center in there. Are you familiar with that, obviously, Richard? Well, the emergency operations center was on the 23rd floor, which is uh, where uh, 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 Barry Jennings had, had been called to a meeting there. And on the way down, the, the, but they evacuated the whole building before he got there. On the way down, he's he's being blown around inside the building by explosions, along with Mayor Giuliani's attorney, Michael Hess. 
These are explosions inside Building 7 uh, in, in before the towers came down uh, in that, that morning. So uh, in, incredible witnesses of explosions at Building 7, which should never have happened. I mean, this is supposedly came down in a natural collapse by normal office fires, according to NIST. But go back to buildings, uh, the Twin Towers, you'll see uh, Building 7 is in front of it. And we're told that the upper part of this building drove the rest of the building down to the ground and then destroyed itself. Each of these towers uh, did this, but that completely violates Newton's the pancake third law of theory. motion. Yeah. Yeah, they You've got it, an equal yeah. and opposite destructive uh, mechanism going there. The top part would have been destroyed, and guess what? It was. None of the photos, none of the videos show an upper part driving the rest of the building down to the ground. What do they show? They show it telescoping in on itself. It's being destroyed in the first three seconds. After that, we have 186 first responders on record talking about explosions and flashes of light even. Most of them before the towers ever came down. All this has been stricken from the uh, news media accounts, unfortunately. But after that three seconds, we have laterally discharged, freely flying, structural steel sections weighing four and eight tons delivered laterally at 600 feet away, laterally at 80 miles per hour, clocked by physicists. These are four and eight ton structural steel sections. They couldn't, they had to have had, had some incredible explosive force. In addition to incendiaries, we, we uh, see the evidence of high-energy explosives. And they're impaling themselves in buildings, destroying the Winter Garden 600 feet away. It's, it's an incredible uh, feat of explosiveness. Uh, upward, outward, arching streamers, a geometry of fireworks, freely flying, uh, molten, solid objects. It looks more like the Tongan Sea volcanic eruption than any kind of natural collapse as we've been gas as we've been gaslighted to see. All right, Richard, we got two more questions for you now. Uh, my sound engineer, Chris, he's a great guy. He said, "Oh, why don't why don't people talk about Tower Six or Building Six? What do you know about Building Six? You hear that kind of uh, uh, thrown around. Do you have any information about Building Six? Does it look like it was just totally? Um, yeah, I know the, the, uh, building. The, the I, core was gone of the building. Yeah, exactly. Jimmy should be able to bring up building six if he couldn't bring up building. Jimmy seven. is such an idiot. Everybody <laughs> that works for me is smart except for Jimmy. Jimmy couldn't. I mean, dude, he could barely go number one or number two without uh, his wife helping him. <laughs> Seriously, she has it. She holds building, my hand. Building six is underneath the towers, and it got just decimated with all these laterally ejected, freely flying structural steel sections from the towers. But in addition to being uh, pelted with all of these, it had the core cut out of it. Uh, it had We had witnesses of in Building 6 uh, to the 9-11 Commission saying that there was molten metal dripping down the walls of the building. And, and so we know that there was an attempted uh, controlled demolition, uh, 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 probably of the whole building, but only the core got taken out. All right, Richard, before I let you go, now this is the, the kind of hard question. Are we, you've dedicated your life to 9-11 Truth. I have people, like I said, Jimmy, really, he's my producer. I, I mean, I, I'm a proud conspiracy theorist. I'm a proud 9-11 truther. Jimmy's not. He's like, Alex, you're crazy for thinking that. Like, Jimmy will tell you, oh, those passports, even though the black box didn't survive, even though engines didn't survive, the FBI are really good. They found those passports. We have the best FBI. That's, that's how dumb my producer is. But my point is, 
How, no amount of evidence can convince an idiot, Jimmy being the perfect example, how are we gonna get people like my dad, like Jimmy, like people that aren't as dialed into you and I are to this uh, information, how are we gonna wake up the masses in your personal opinion? Because when I went viral for asking Vivek that question and I saw all the mainstream media just saying the same narrative that they said in 2001, 2002, 2003, it kind of made me feel like it's a futile fight that you and I are fighting for. Well, it's convinced this evidence that we've been talking about, but but Jimmy couldn't bring up for some unknown reason uh, the collapse autism of Building Seven. Is why. The collapse. <laughs> um, we it's convinced three thousand six hundred architects and engineers signed on to the petition demanding a new investigation. That's a hell of a lot of architects and engineers. They aren't all conspiracy theorists. Let me tell you, I'm not either. Uh, we're talking about evidence today, not conspiracy theory. You asked me uh, how they would have gotten away with this. Uh, wh who, who did it? I'm, I'm happy to entertain that discussion. I wanted to talk about the evidence first because it is always first. Because, you know, people can, we can, we can speculate uh, based on what happened after 9-11. For instance, the invasion of uh, Iraq, where there was no tie to 9-11 whatsoever, yet we have all the profits from the oil going to No weapons companies. of mass destruction, too. Don't forget the weapons of mass destruction that they lied about. <laughs> or ties to Osama bin Laden, right? And we've invaded Afghanistan uh, even after the Taliban had offered uh, Osama bin Laden uh, up for evidence of proving his guilt, which uh, we still can't do. He's not even on the FBI's most wanted list for 9-11. He never was. He never was on the FBI's most wanted list for 9-11. Exactly. People don't realize that. It was for other war crimes. What did Sorry, we get, though? What did we get from Afghanistan? Before the Taliban came into power, uh, or when they, before they came into power, we had 2,800 metric tons of opium being uh, mm -hmm. cultivated in, in, in the poppies in, in that, according to UN standards. When they came into power, and I'm talking way back, decades and decades ago. Uh, they, they, they shut it down to 200. The Taliban shut it down. Done. Just let me make this clear, guys. The Taliban shut down the poppies. The Taliban they said wanted it was to bad. grow food. Yeah, they, they didn't want to, to keep doing heroin because they supplied the, the world with heroin. But now, when, conveniently... When we kicked them yeah. out, what happened? By UN standards, the, the number skyrocketed yep. to... Uh, 3,600 metric tons after we kicked out the Taliban, and then 6,500 metric tons. We had soldiers per year. guarding the poppy fields. You can guys look up pictures of U.S. soldiers guarding poppy fields. You can Google this, and that'll come up. The profits from that poppy cultivation exceeded the oil company profits by a factor of four, and 90% of the world's opium comes from Afghanistan. Guess what happened after we got kicked out of Afghanistan? The Taliban it shut it down. The 300 metric. And Richard, you know why they the say we left? Because I love where your head's at, because a lot of people don't even connect it to the poppy, to the heroin trade, and how this is all one big convoluted mess. But the fentanyl, the rise in fentanyl made Afghanistan unnecessary because now we had, uh, now the opioid crisis is using synthetic uh, opioids. They don't even have to grow it. So that's another reason that people are like, oh, why did we leave the Middle East? Well, they, like you said, we didn't need their poppy fields. They were not as important to us anymore. So this is some really deep level stuff. And you're not going to be able to learn all of your 9-11 truth in a one 20 minute interview with Richard and I. But I want to encourage everybody, Richard, how can people find you and find more information about 9-11? Yeah, you, you got to get to the website and you got to see the documentary. The website is richardgage911.org. 
The documentary is 9-11 Explosive Evidence, Experts Speak Out. I made it, and it is the best uh, documentary that shows all this evidence in great detail with 24 experts, high-rise architects, structural engineers, metallurgists, chemists, physicists, controlled demolition experts, all laying out this evidence that we could just barely uh, talk about today, much less look at the simple collapse of Building 7. No, we have a lot to talk about, but I want to say this other thing, Jimmy. When, when we're talking about thermite and we're talking about testing of the dust, all of the debris, they said that that debris was totally fine for all of the military and first responders to continue working in, Jimmy. Did we find out that that was a lie, Jimmy? Oh, yeah, that was a lie. So they lied about that. They lied about that, right? Yeah, yeah. I am not saying the government. Such an idiot, Jimmy! I just stop showing Jimmy. All right, I gotta let Richard go. I just—it's funny how I can—I can get him to agree on some stuff, Richard. But oh my gosh, I'm gonna just—it's always a pleasure to talk to you. I hope we can talk again, maybe for a little longer. So stay in touch, Richard. You're doing great work, and I know that. Listen, I know it's an uphill battle, but I really appreciate all the time and effort that you have spent trying to find the truth in this situation. That sadly, I don't know if we'll ever find the full truth. But thank you for all the work you've done. We're getting there. Thanks. Thanks so much, Alex. Thanks, Richard. All right. So, Jimmy, so, that well, guy's an expert. He's an architect. He's a smart guy. Alex, I have a real question. Why didn't you tell me he had graphics or ask for them? Because he showed up expecting. You know, it's so graphics. funny, Jimmy. You know, it's really funny because you need to check your email from Gail because I forwarded you the email where he said he wanted to do all that shit. And I thought you might or I did not get an email. Oh, well, I did forward it to you. We're in a group email. I'll show it to you after the show, you big dumb ass. <laughs> dumb ass idiot. Gosh. Well, no, no. Yeah, he had a lot of stuff. He had slides. I know. Slides. I would love to see it. Oh, you know, it's funny because we used a TriCaster. Have we ever been able to do a share screen with a guest yet? No, I'm not Jamie from Joe no, Rogan. That's what I'm saying. I'm so we don't even advanced. have the capability to do that. <laughs>